This is the Fleet Street Fox column for Monday, October the 3rd, 2022. Liz Truss has done the right thing in completely the wrong way. Four months ago, at a meeting in the Prime Minister's Parliamentary Office, I told Boris Johnson a medal for nuclear test veterans would never be enough. For some of the victims of this country's Cold War radiation experiments, it would be tangible recognition of their sacrifice, and for others, an insult. The only way to appease them would be a moment of national recognition, a meaningful event where these men could be acknowledged by the government that has for 70 years denied them justice. Yesterday, Liz Truss followed through, announcing a £450,000 package to help commemorate the Plutonium Jubilee and a national event attended by parliamentarians and veterans and their families to honour their contribution to Britain's safety. And yes, it feels pretty good that I was the person who asked, and the veterans are the people who will benefit. It's completely the right thing, and it seems to be Liz Truss's way has been done in completely the wrong way. A Cabinet Office statement was published last night and has been picked up and repeated by numerous outlets, which, having ignored these servicemen for decades, are now reporting how great the government is for helping them. But because the Mirror has been campaigning for these men for 40 years, we know more about it. There are, we think, about 1,500 survivors. Every winter, there's fewer. More than half the money allocated will go to an academic or cultural institution with to create digital aura histories, with £200,000 being available for veterans' charities to bid for. That's equivalent to £133 a head, less than the weekly war pension that more than 90% of these men have had refused, on the grounds that the Ministry of Defence doesn't believe they were irradiated, even though it holds evidence that proves they were. Imagine your life was shortened, your family harmed, by a negligent employer which spent 70 years pretending it didn't happen. That £133 a head probably looks a little insulting. If you lost a baby, your wife miscarried, or you've endured multiple cancers and surgeries as a result of the thing they say never happened. If you include the estimated 155,000 descendants of the original 22,000 men who took part, and who have ten times the usual rate of birth defects, it's worth just £1.28 each. The money is not being made available until April. With the youngest survivors now well into their 80s, they might not all make it. The veterans discussing these plans with officials have been asking for a figure for weeks and were told there wasn't one. It appeared in a government press release just as the Mirror published a warning from Labour MP Dan Jarvis and Tory backbencher Johnny Mercer that Truss was in danger of betraying these heroes. In the same statement, the Cabinet Office announced plans for a national event later this year. Again, the veterans have been told nothing about it and there's limited time available to organise one. It may just be bad timing, but it looks like the veterans are being used in a media game by a government that hasn't grasped the seriousness of the situation. These men and their families aren't playing around. They have suffered too much for too long and too unfairly to be treated with anything but utmost respect. They have the unwavering support of all parties in the House of Commons, a national news outlet and millions of our readers. They also represent the cheapest and easiest problem on Liz Truss's desk this morning. If she could only take a break from the catastrophes unfolding around her thrice daily, she might benefit from noticing her test veterans. They are gathering evidence that no government will be able to ignore much longer. They want a medal, jubilee, education packages, genetic research and financial support and won't settle for anything less. They also want a meeting with Liz and won't stop asking for it. As this morning's poo turn on the 45p tax rate proves, it's not enough just to do what's right. It must be done right too. Otherwise, whatever benefits could be gained from the moral high ground 
will be squandered by the fact you didn't bother to climb it first. Meet the veterans. Ask them what they need. And tell them the news first. It's not like economics or the international guilt markets. This is easy. If Liz can't even manage to do this properly, then she really is set for a career cataclysm by Christmas. This is the Fleet Street Fox column for Friday, October the 7th, 2022. Liz Truss is growing a custard pie and it's all over her face. Everyone likes pie, the thinking goes. Let's offer them more pie. It's a theory that's worked for every politician since the first amphibians crawled out of the swamp and realised there was no pie, but they'd get to be in charge if they promised pie tomorrow. Unlike the rest of life on Earth... Liz Truss has not bothered to update her thought processes to cope with global market forces, the inevitability of narrative, or the fact that the proles will eventually cotton on. Which is why the pie she keeps muttering about is on her face and not in our bellies. The good news for Liz is that the pie is, very definitely, growing. It is growing mortgage rates, inflation, food bills, rents, strikes, ambulance queues, despair, disgust, the national debt, a sense of crisis, NHS waiting lists and excuses. If it carries on, this winter will also be growing blackouts, suicides, marriage breakdowns, hunger, malnutrition, deaths, domestic violence, crime and a Labour poll lead in triple figures. By spring, if her growth plan continues, we'll have grown drought, Tax avoidance, more deaths in the channel and more Tories telling anyone who'll listen this lot are stark staring bonkers and can't be trusted with a spoon, let alone foodstuffs. Liz says she will give everyone more of that, but won't share it fairly. Instead, the poorest people will lose more of their income on energy and food while getting a minuscule tax break that does nothing to them and bankrupts the Treasury. The richest people will get more money to put in the bank where no one but bankers will ever see it. But then Liz doesn't like telling people what to do. She doesn't like public information campaigns about how to save energy or junk food policies or green levies. She doesn't like being told what to do herself, particularly if it's by the anti-growth lunatic left coalition consisting of uh, the Bank of England, the World Bank, the International Monetary Fund, the Office of Budget Responsibility and podcasters. Instead, she'll keep growing the pie made from gravel and hate, which you've been forced to chow down on for the past 12 years, with very little to show for it unless you're in the business of selling shepherd huts to prats. And she'll make you eat more of it. The good news for us is that the pie she's growing, once you gnaw through the vile crust of people who struggle with key stage one maths, is that it also contains an increasing number of reasons to vote for someone who has evolved the ability to stand upright for more than 10 seconds. Keir Starmer could prop up the bar chugging beer for the next two years and he'd still win a landslide. Ed Davey, a perambulating version of the painting in Nick Clegg's converted loft space, could answer every question from now until the vote with the word marmalade and still become the main opposition. At this point, the fucking cat could do the job better. Yes, they're evil to the bone, but at least they understand that if the servants don't eat, the cat becomes risotto. The problem is that the pie she's growing for us is made of shit, 
while the pie she's growing for herself is made of custard. Which is why top Tories are, right now, in discussion with senior Labour figures about how to get the numbers for a parliamentary vote against the budget. Why rebel backbenchers don't care if they lose the whip, and why people who voted happily for Brexit and Boris have suddenly noticed there's a liar in number 10. Truss has tanked her party, vindicated Labour, given millions of voters a fistful of reasons to chuck her out, and lost not only the next general election, but probably the next three. If a clown was asked to destroy the Conservative Party, he couldn't do a better job than the current Prime Minister. Which is why we need her to keep growing that pie, so it makes a lovely big splat when she gets a face full of it. ASAP.